they're saying things in bird talk. A bird that's feeling chipper will chirp nice and chipper, like, uh, <whistles> gee, I'm feeling good. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're tuning in. This is episode 31 of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast, and I am your host, Lewis Talby Jr. Webster's Dictionary defines the word why as cause, reason, or purpose. Have you ever stopped and wondered what your why is? What is the cause, reason, and purpose for what you do, for who you are, for your life? If we understand our why, we're able to clearly articulate what makes us feel fulfilled and to better understand what drives us to our natural best. Well, I'm going to tell you why I'm doing this podcast, so let's go. ago I was chatting with a dear friend and he told me that he enjoyed my podcast but he was waiting to hear the why and I asked why what he said why you are doing this he said you should do an episode and explain the why as I thought more about this throughout the day I realized that that was a really good question something I needed to identify for myself why am I doing these hmm well I love to flap my gums but that's not the real reason the why I started is easy because it's a true factual story So let's just start there and hopefully we'll move into why I'm sitting here talking to you today. I have a friend that's heard me speak on occasions. Now I'm not a paid speaker, but sometimes I get invited to speak at a conference or to motivate employees in a company. I'm not so sure what's so motivating about my speech, but I love to be on stage, so when invited, I'm happy to do it. Last year I spoke at a conference and I was one of three speakers. I was there as a favor to the company, but the other two were paid speakers. After the conference, my friend called and said everyone really enjoyed your presentation. I had done a hybrid of Earn Your Keep, which is episode one of this podcast, combined with The Good Horse, which is episode three, I think. I said, well, that's great to hear, and thank you for the reassurance. She said, do you realize what they paid those other two speakers for their one hour? I said, no, but I'm guessing you're going to tell me. She said the first guy was paid $30,000. The second guy, $60,000. I said, wow, that's great. She said, great, what did you get? I said, well, I got a very nice gift basket. After all, you don't get paid for doing a favor. I told her I appreciated her support, but I really do just do it for the enjoyment. Besides, I don't think anyone would want to pay to hear me. She said, I disagree because you have a different way of saying things. I said, well, I don't think that's a compliment. I mentioned this to my assistant, and she suggested that I start a podcast. I was excited at the idea of it, but shrugged it off and thought I would never really do it. Now this is where it gets a little weird, but this really happened. I was asleep in my downtown Chicago apartment. At 3 a.m., I awoke and sat straight up in my bed. I heard in my head, or call it a thought, real estate is not your calling. I sat there staring out the window, looking at the skyline of this giant city, and looking at all those buildings and thought about how much I really enjoy real estate. I've always been fascinated by the architecture of these giant buildings and the operations of malls and hotels, not to mention I've spent my entire career doing it. So I thought I must have just had a bad dream. But I was still sitting straight up and wide awake, pondering that statement. I then heard her thought, All of the success you have had was achieved by others. You just motivated and inspired them to achieve success for you. That was a humbling thought, and I wanted to argue with myself. But as I sat there thinking about my accomplishments, I couldn't find a single victory where that wasn't the case. 
and not just in real estate, in pretty much everything I had done in life. One of my loves is baseball. I have played and coached for many years. My teams have won championships. But I have never hit that game-winning home run or made that game-saving catch. I never won a single play from that dugout. I just gave every player the necessary support and motivation they needed to reach their full potential, and then I sat back and cheerleaded them on. I said in earlier episodes that managing people has always come very easy to me. I've been in some type of management role since I was 17. I've won leadership awards and never really thought much about them because it was so easy. I would see people struggling to manage or see books on leadership. They even have classes on how to manage people, and I've never understood why all that is needed. So it was now past 4 a.m. and I was still sitting there looking back on my entire career. I realized that this voice was right. My God-given gift was helping others to be their best. Now to clarify, I didn't hear an audible voice, but I heard it as loud as if I was sitting right next to a person talking. It may have just been a thought, and you can believe as you wish, but I prefer to believe it was God. The next morning, I ordered all of the equipment for podcasting. I told my assistant, and she did some research and found studios in Chicago. She gave me the name of a place that would help me get set up and train me. But one day before my meeting, COVID hit Chicago hard. We closed our office, and I headed back to Cincinnati. On the way out of my apartment, I saw all the new equipment laying there. So I grabbed it up and threw it in my truck. When I got home, I put it in the basement with all my other things. The following week, I went down to my basement to relax a little bit. My basement is my refuge, or my happy place, if you will. When my mom and dad passed away, I didn't want to just store all of their things away in boxes. So in one area of my basement, I set up all of their furniture and pictures and such. In fact, if you look closely at my podcast cover picture, you'll see the Last Supper picture that my mom's brother painted, dad's old gun cabinet full of his guns, even a couple oil lamps that I believe are my grandparents. So I was just sitting down there strumming my old guitar and saw all the equipment laying there. I thought, well, I may as well get some use out of this stuff, and maybe I can use it as a four-track recorder for my music. I set it all up and was playing with it and thought, just for fun, I'll try to record my Earn Your Keep speech. Now, that episode is about ten minutes long, but I kid you not, it took me ten hours to do it. I set my iPad next to me watching YouTube videos to figure out how to do everything one step at a time. The intro I put on it was ZZ Top, but when I tried to publish it, I learned that they make you pay for music rights. Well, my old guitar was still sitting there, so I just picked it up and did a little ditty to take care of that. Besides, at that point, I didn't think anyone would ever hear it. Now I just needed a title. Well, I had written an unpublished book several years ago called The Blue Collar Executive, so I thought, what the heck, let's just go with that. After it was all said and done, I played it back and thought, well, that's just silly. No one's going to listen to this old country fella talking about his dad's coonhounds. I went upstairs and started watching TV with my wife and son. But I continued to have an overwhelming urge to go down and publish this thing. A few hours later, right before I went to bed, I walked back downstairs and I hit publish and post to Facebook. It was out there. I laid there in bed so embarrassed thinking about my family and friends listening to this although many of them can verify the stories. The next morning I woke up and was overwhelmed with the kind words and encouragement from them. So I decided to dust off the old manuscript of the Blue Collar Executive and do a few more episodes. I thought it would be easy just to read them, but as soon as the mic came on, I found myself just using it as more of a guide and pouring stuff straight from my heart. I was spouting biblical references that I didn't even know I knew. And I have to confess that before posting each episode, I went back and fact-checked myself. 
I ended every single episode thinking this was my last one. But then I would receive a nice note of encouragement or someone telling me that what I said was exactly what they needed to hear that week and how it helped or inspired them. Then something else would come to mind, so I would turn on the mic and out came another episode. As I did more episodes, my audience expanded. I started receiving messages from people I didn't even know. CEOs of large organizations and even a few celebrities. It absolutely boggled my mind, and still does, that my silly stories can inspire anyone. But I'll take it. About a dozen episodes in, I received a call from a gentleman in Hong Kong. I recognized him right away because he's an author and leads one of the world's largest motivational programs. He happened to be in the U.S. finishing up a book with a pastor of a power church, and he heard my podcast. He told me that he enjoyed it, and I told him that I was grateful and honored. He asked what motivated me to do these, and as I started telling him, he stopped me. He laughed and said, When I heard your podcast, I knew it was your calling, and now listening to you, I know it's your passion. I said, I don't disagree, but I'm not sure what I can do with it now. I just turned 50, and I've spent my entire career in real estate. So if this really is my calling, I've wasted too much time to pursue it. He said, No, you haven't wasted a minute. That 10-minute podcast took you 50 years to write. I hung up the phone and thought about that. He was absolutely right. I mean, what would I talk about if I didn't have my journey or my story? This isn't my career, and I may never make a penny doing it. See, my career is my what I do. This is my why. My heart swells when I do every single episode. I feel so incredibly blessed when I get a note from someone that they were encouraged by my story. To me, that's worth more than all the money in the world and totally confirms the why I do this. I have prayed my entire life for God to show me my purpose or gift. I still do because when my time comes to leave this earth, I want to know that I fulfilled everything I was put here to do. I've read the Bible many times and it says that we all have a purpose and a gift. I believe the worst thing in life would be getting to the end of our journey and not fulfilling our purpose. The key is being patient and keeping the faith. I mean, look at Colonel Sanders. His gift was making finger-licking good fried chicken, but he didn't start until he was 60 years old. There are many, many stories like this throughout history and in the Bible. Look at Abraham. He and Sarah were in their 90s before they had their first child, yet he's the father of all nations. Moses was in his 40s before he was called to be one of the greatest leaders of all time. Some folks find their gifts early in life, and they do great things at young ages, while others find them in the middle or even late in life. We all have gifts and purposes, and as long as we keep the faith and stay on the right path, we'll know them at exactly the right time. Remember, it's God's plan, and He has it timed out perfectly. This little podcast is approaching a million listeners. It's now played on every podcast channel, including iHeartRadio and a few radio stations. It's being translated into five languages and played in six countries. Now that's far below any kind of major podcast stats, but it still blows me away when I hear them. I don't say any of this to boast or with any pride, because I know that I'm not smart enough to articulate these words on my own. I say this with a lump in my throat because of the appreciation and love I have for every single one of you that is listening right now. My story is all I got. That's all any of us have. Good or bad, we all have a story. Sometimes I'm a little hesitant to tell some of the things that I do on here, but it flows out of me and I just let it go. Because if it can help a single person in any way, that's more than worth any embarrassment I may feel. I love street performers and I stop and listen to them every time I see them. 
Sometimes they touch me more than the greatest singers, because singing is their why and not their what they do for a living. They may not have the vocals of a trained professional, but you can actually hear their story pouring out of their soul and the why in every word of their song. The key is not getting our why confused with our what. When we know our why, our what becomes crystal clear. See, my story is what I did. My business is what I do for a career. The purpose is in the why. Also, if you know the why, you can always figure out the how. Just like millions of people have seen apples fall off trees. But Newton was the only one that asked why. Finding our reason why can actually be the first step in finding success in any aspect of our lives. Sometimes when we get to our wits end in what we are doing, maybe we should just stop and ask ourselves, why did we start it in the first place? So what is your why? Why are you doing whatever you are doing today? Why are you in that relationship? Why are you in that job? Why do you live where you live? Sometimes we just need to stop and ask ourselves this question, just like I did right here in this episode. We may even learn that what we are doing has a greater purpose than we knew. Or we may learn that what we are doing isn't the right thing, and it's time for some changes. Either way, I highly encourage you to take the time to sit down and really think about the whys in your life. Write them down and read them back. You may be surprised what you can teach yourself from the inside out. More times than not, I learn something about myself when I play these podcasts back. Maybe this isn't my gift. This could be my last episode. But as long as something is on my heart and I feel compelled to put it out there, I'll keep doing this. My mom always said I was talking before I was walking. She said I could talk in full sentences as an infant, and I haven't shut up since. So talking may not be my gift, but it is the why I keep telling stories. And that is the why I need to end this podcast or we'll be here for hours. That concludes another episode of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast. I hope you found some value in it or at the very least found it entertaining. I hope you all find the why in your what. And thank you so much for listening.